Hello, film fans. Welcome to the Film vs. Film podcast. My name is Martin Harries, your host, and I'm joined by the film encyclopedia man, Bowers Dix. We are a couple of filmmakers on occasion, but mainly can't stop yapping about movies. On this podcast, every episode we pick a topic from a film that's coming out at the cinema or on VOD. Myself and Bowers pick our favourite film from that topic, and we battle it out to decide which film will become the greatest film of all time, according to two film geeks from Wiltshire, England. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review and subscribe. Hello, and this week we are talking... What the fuck was that? Yes, we are talking martial arts We're films. talking stroke movies. <laughs> <laughs> Medical what? dramas. What the hell um, was that, man? Yes, you need as... to see a doctor. <laughs> I mean, that's Bruce Lee, clearly. <laughs> um, no, no, Bruce Lee is... <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that sounded worse than yours. Yeah, that was we've awful. descended into madness already. <laughs> yeah. And Just two, two men squalling like chickens, trying to interpret... <laughs> <laughs> I would love Bruce Lee to do that. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah um... <laughs> This week, as Mortal Kombat comes out in cinemas in the US and on VOD with a price tag in this country, I would imagine we are talking, as you've guessed it already, chicken films. I mean, martial <laughs> arts films. <laughs> and as ever, you've heard him already. I'm joined by the Mr. Encyclopedia Man. That is Mr. Bowaz Dix. How are you, sir? I'm very, I'm very good. Always. Good, good. Let's get straight into it then. Let's kick some ass. Aye. My pick is Enter the Dragon, the classic uh, Bruce Lee film. Unfortunately, his second from last film that he did, his last one was Game of Death, uh, you know, was released posthumously. Yeah, it came out in 1973. I think he died later that year. Um, mm. Such a shame. He's had such huge potential to be like a huge Asian-American star. I mean, I was thinking about going for a more modern one, um, but you kind of picked the raid already, like, really quickly, so, <laughs> which is no surprise. I was thinking maybe going with something like the 13 Assassins. I've um, never watched that one. Which looks really good, very much like Seven Samurai inspired. I, I kind of had to go for, the, like, the grandfather of martial arts, really, in Bruce Lee, mm. the first proper Asian-American star. I mean... I can't really think of another one, really. I mean, can you think of another, like, Asian-American movie star other than Bruce Lee? Well, I think, you know, with Bruce Lee, he kind of set the trend. Yeah. You know, I, I think, uh, yeah, before Bruce Lee films, you know, the whole uh, kung fu martial arts craze really wasn't, like, a thing. I mean, this is going beyond my day. In our day, dude, you know, yeah, kung fu films <laughs> were just everywhere. Every everything's doing, and you know, you think of an Asian, you think kung fu, you think martial arts, which they love those films now. But you know, um, Bruce Lee definitely set that trend. Yeah, huge name, still greatly yeah. revered amongst other martial artists, and oh yeah, and you know, fight choreographers as well. So yeah, apparently, you know, during the late sixties and early seventies, he, you know. Other movie stars um, came around his house for like martial arts lessons, like James Coburn and the like, just doing martial arts lessons. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Which is kind of cool, you know. 
yeah, my pick I had to go with. I was thinking about going with like Fist of Fury or Way of the Dragon, I think the other one's called, which looked uh, you know, which looked very good. Yeah, I watched Way of the Dragon a long, long time ago, and I think I may have watched Fist of Fury. I watched a few uh, Bruce Lee films when I was younger. We had like uh, VHS box sets of um Bruce Lee films. And I thought I had watched yeah. um this one. This is Enter the Dragon, isn't it? I, I, I thought I'd watched it, but I hadn't. Yeah. I think I watched Way of the Dragon. But Enter the Dragon was was the first, like, uh, American-produced uh, martial arts film. You know, all the other ones were kind of Chinese imports yeah. to America. Um, you know, this is a Warner Brothers film. So what's this about? So this is about a character called Lee, <laughs> <laughs> who's in, like, this um, Shaolin temple, and he's basically told by like the american government that no, it's the british um, it's the british intelligence oh the british government yeah. yeah yeah i can't believe you said american the guy is so fucking <laughs> english yeah, yeah it's insane you can smell the tea and crumpets you know you can smell yeah, it yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah he's told about this like martial arts tournament that's held on this island and this reported that they might he might be like a drug baron or whatever and he holds this tournament every three years and you know all the all the best fighters come here yeah. so he, so the british government ask lee to basically enter the tournament and try and take him down basically yeah, yeah that's that's the film which and it's kind yeah. of basically the same thing as the mortal Kombat film coming it up. is they get like you know yeah well you, th- you know you've seen the trailer yeah yeah definitely but that, so. that's that's one thing because i'm i'm really big into mortal Kombat. i watch like loads and loads of of gameplay of like any new mortal Kombat game that comes out and stuff like mm-hmm. that or I'll read up on lore. And I think one of the things that's really interesting in this film I didn't know is like that it's a it's a tournament on an island somewhere by some uh yeah. some you know Asian evil bad guy. Mm. And I'm like that that's like Mortal Kombat. That's like an island yeah, and it's a direct Shang Tsung. Influence, yeah, it? it's like I Mortal Kombat just ripped this off, you know, um <laughs> Ted Bo- you know Ed Boon or whatever. And even like uh, the character, you know, uh, that that Bruce Lee plays, there is a character in Mortal Kombat who is basically Bruce Lee, L- Liu Kang. <laughs> Liu Kang, he's Bruce Lee, you know. Yeah. And he's the main character, so that's kind of interesting. So yeah, I think you've inadvertently picked a movie that is the inspiration oh, yeah. for Mortal Kombat. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I basically picked this one because it is the grandfather of yeah. of all martial arts films, really, for yeah. Western audiences at least. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I love the. I kind of like the line where they're explaining it to him because uh, this bad guy on this island, Han, which is another just stereotypical Chinese yeah. name, <laughs> Lee and Han. You know, it's probably the only names mm. that they knew. You know, yeah, he's he used to be a Shaolin monk at their temple. So, I, yeah. I his grandmaster is like you know, the British are asking us for this thing. We should do it because this guy kind of betrayed us. You know, he's like, okay, fair enough. Um, and also the guy's right hand man is responsible for like his sister's death and stuff. So there's like I assume he's Irish, thing. which is kind of weird. But what he, the right? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't weird. even talk, but he's got like yeah, he does look pretty. He's like redheaded. He must be. He must be an Irishman. It's just funny. His like you know his right hand man is is an Irish. Yeah, he's an Irishman. Irish kung fu That's guy. Funny. Yeah, he's a master of lep lepra kung fu. I don't know. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah. Cut that out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> directing then. Uh, what did you reckon about the directing style? Or any good scenes that you liked with the camera? Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? 
How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. I mean, I don't know. It's it's just one of those films where it's just, you know, it feels like it's of the period. I mean, like, I like any kind of close-up with Bruce Lee to just show his, like, you know, he he's ready for shit face yeah. of just, like... It's ridiculous, like, emotional expressions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over the place. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. I like, actually, when he kills O'Hara, because, you know, know, when he jumps on him <laughs> and everything slows down, he's like... Because O'Hara is, like, a really poor fighter, like... Bruce Lee is just kicking the crap out of him, and uh, he starts cheating. He's like, you know, breaking a bottle to try and like bottle him. Do you know what I mean? Attacking him from behind and stuff like that. So when he break, you know, he tries to bottle him. Bruce Lee, bam, knocks him down, and then it's slow motion. Jumps on him, (laughs) but you know, feet first with on his chest, and then ah, twists his uh, feet, like breaks his ribs. Uh, It's just zoomed on on his face, and like just the look of because he's like. Making that ridiculous noise, but he looks like I don't know. It's, it, I well, yeah, it was he a... looks like him shat himself. Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> quite he's frankly, like, it's like it's like, like it's tension, shit. tension, and just like. Wah. But you know, also kind of at the end, it looks like he's kind of a little sad or whatever, or kind of reliefy mm. sad thing. Yeah, an incredible fight there. Just great, like slow motion yeah. bits there, and you know, Bruce Lee has this incredible. Uh, slowness and stillness, and then he just takes him out in like one blow, you yeah. know, just before he, you know, loses. Yeah. Um, and there's he does that incredible like flip in slow motion, mm. that kick flip, incredible. Not many other people can do that. I don't, re- I don't yeah. think. I I like he does that playfully even at the first fight. You know, when you first meet Bruce Lee, um, he's training with you know the Shaolin, and beats up this you know Shaolin student fairly oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. And then just like as a celebration thing, like they raise their hands and he just does a backflip over them. You're like, that's oh, cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but I, I really like that actually opening fight because it, it basically just shows off what martial arts means to Bruce Lee because you've got a bit of boxing in there. You've got Kung mm. Fu, obviously, and wrestling. Just all, you mm. know, mix of fighting styles, which, you know, I remember in there's many documentaries about Bruce Lee and... Uh, there was one saying he was very fascinated by boxing and he studied boxing a lot. Yeah. Um, not just like traditional karate or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made his own martial yeah. art, you know, based on uh, practical ways of fighting yeah. and, and you know, and boxing mm. and stuff like that. But yeah, so any anything else I, I quite liked. Um, I, I like the mirror scene. The mirror scene is a great finale. That was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, you know, anytime it has, uh, you know, something happens and it goes on to... I don't know, the look of shock on certain, you know, characters' faces when something happens and then, boom, cuts to them. It it does that quite a lot and I think that's quite effective. I quite like the little flashback scene where Lee's sister is being chased down. Yeah, that was good. O'Hara's men, which I assume is like the the harbour streets of uh, Hong Kong or somewhere. It's a great mix of like long lenses and wide shots, you know, over the over bird's eye view, you know, wide shots. I quite like that. But then she gets kind of like cornered in this warehouse mm. uh, building, 
And then she tr- decides to kill herself. Yeah. You know, with this piece of glass, and it's kind of like her POV shot of her stomach, and you see O'Hara in the background as she stabs herself. Yeah. And I think that kind of shot just gives it a bit... Gives that situation a bit more suspense, I guess. Yeah, A bit more yeah, suspenseful uh, moment there. Yeah. And they use that shot again, that POV shot, when uh, Lee is about to fight O'Hara, you know. So there is emotional stakes there for him. Yeah. So it's just not just a a big beat him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah, no, I agree. I actually did like that shot of, of a POV of her um, suicide. I thought that was mm. that was pretty good. And yeah, and then they yeah, used. That I point. think she could have taken taken some of them. <laughs> you know, before she decides. Yeah, maybe. Herself. But I, I think she would have eventually lost. Like you know, and I think they were more than like because the fact that the fight. The whole her fighting them started because they were fondling her. I think they probably would have raped her. So, um, yeah. uh, I think more than likely it's implied that they would have probably raped her. So, you know, yeah, you know. I do have some questions, though, in this film. Yeah. <laughs> One is, what's with all the suitcases John Saxon's character has, Roper, <laughs> when he comes on the boat? I'm just like... He has a boat full of suitcases. <laughs> what are in those cases? I, I have no idea. Just, just probably it's very odd. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe just uh, changes of. Um, I would say changes of clothes, but the only thing they bloody wear when they get on the island just are their robes. robes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he needs a new robe, like every day, every hour, every hour. <laughs> yeah, because they're not there that long. It's um, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, that was really interesting seeing him for the first time, like playing golf. And you think, ah, yeah. who's this guy? Then he gets cornered by three guys who are demanding money. And I'm like, mm. yeah, this guy's going to die. And then, <laughs> he does like three. Yeah, that was kind of. <laughs> three, yeah. Roundhouse kicks. Yeah, and... I do feel like in some of the directing, they are hiding John Saxon's yeah. ability to yeah, do yeah, yeah, these yeah. kicks and things. Yeah, He does get there at some points in the fights. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think there's one where he. Isn't he, he's fighting? I can't remember who he's fighting, but like, there's a lot of like close-up shots around him, just like hiding his pratfalls and things. Yeah, you know, just hiding his ability for martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> well, is that um, the one where he yeah. he gets his friend to do a bet, a bet on him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so I thought that was quite. I thought that was quite funny because he's just getting his ass whooped, and because yeah. he even says previously to the guy, uh, "Bet on me." Eight, uh, what was it? Eight to three odds, or something like that. So you know that he would get a big payout, and uh, his friend is like chatting to this guy, and so he's getting his ass kicked, and he keeps like keeping an eye on his friend till he manages to get him to eight to three, and he's like doing the hand gestures, and then uh, the guy agrees, and then he stands up and just bang punches the guy, and he's he's out. He's like. <laughs> A couple of quick punches and the guys, yeah, guys out, yeah. I do still think they were hiding his ability. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you know, there's not as much required of him as, as like uh, Bruce Lee. You know, no. yeah. He's probably like to the director, don't show me up in front of Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think that maybe they were just kind of like hedging their bets. It's like, yeah, you know, Bruce Lee's big kung fu guy, what have you, but we need like a, a white American actor as well just in case oh, yeah. yeah so we need a, a secondary hero mm. i thought he was going to be like a surprise villain to be honest with you really? I thought, yeah i thought All he was right. going to be a surprise villain because he was so comfortable on that island and everything i thought he was going to be like a bad or whatever and the well, good... they do give him like whores at night you know yeah they do of whores, and, and he, you know? he's like having a blast <laughs> he's one of the few people that is just having an absolute blast bruce lee even i think confronts him about that it's like you know 
like, what the hell are you doing sort of thing. But he's like, yeah, no, it's great. It's great here. <laughs> uh, I th- it only turns when uh, Han kills, like, his best friend, you oh, know, yeah. and then he does Williams. try... Yeah, he tries to induct him, and he seems like, yeah, this is this is cool, selling drugs, whatever, man. <laughs> Until, like, he sees Williams, like, hanging over, like, a, you know, a, a water mm. pit, and he's like, no. <laughs> you yeah, know, he's like, it's not, no, not you fucked up now. Yeah. <laughs> there are some kind of weird, funny bits as well. Yeah. I find it quite funny when Han arrives at the opening banquet, and the two sumo wrestlers are, like, completely still, and all the other entertainers are just completely still. Yeah. And then it start, they start up again when Han leaves. Yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm just like, why? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> are was going to... Are they forbidden to look at him or something? Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> was going to... that bit odd? Or... Yeah, that was, was kind of odd. I don't think I really noticed it, to be honest with you. Why are we still? I can't remember why. <laughs> are we not supposed to look at him or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. Not given any direction. You know, I, I kind of, I, I like the, you know, mirror fight at the end. I thought that was really good. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. But I quite like the bit just before that. You have, like, a really cool, like, rack focus where it goes from Lee's face to Han putting the knives on... And then you've got like a POV of the knives like following Lee around, you know, before the first blow is hit. And you think, you know, Han is pretty formidable because, as you said, he killed Williams, who was pretty a proficient fighter. And he kills Williams like pretty easily (laughs) with no blades. So you're like, oh, this this could be quite a tough fight for Lee. But then he just beats him up fairly easily anyway. (laughs) But then you learn quickly that the knives aren't really his real weapon. His real weapon is the Hall of Mirrors. Yeah. That scene is so iconic now. It's kind of riffed on in the certainly John Wick two and a bit yeah. in John Wick three. Yeah, no, I was I was gonna I was gonna mention it. As soon as that scene yeah. occurred, I was like, holy shit. Like this is where the guy from John yeah. Wick it just reminded me of John Wick two and you know, when he's in the Hall of Mirrors. I was like basically the same mm. thing. I would say like done a little better because I do like the fact that it's not just a uh, you know a brawl. It's kind of a mental thing. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Because he could beat Han no problem. When he goes in the Hall of Mirrors, he just comes out of nowhere, cuts the shit out of him, and just seems to vanish. Mm, it's like yeah. what the fuck? And I like the suspense on that. And it's like even when you kind of see him, he can kind of see. It's not him. It's just a reflection. Yeah, yeah. He comes out of nowhere. He's actually behind him, kicks the crap out of him. And uh, the solution, yeah, you know, is is uh, is obvious now. It's probably been referenced so many times, but it's it's pretty cool. Just mm. cracks all the mirrors, and then just kicks the shit yeah. out of him. Yeah, because it's kind of like lots of shards of mirrors, isn't it? And mm. there's some shots where Lee is like creeping around, and in some of the mirrors you can see Han. Yeah, you know, in the mirrors, it's really cool as they're creeping around. Yeah, yeah, I really. I mean, like a little that. bit clunky with the voiceover added, like ooh, you know. I just can't remember what he says, but he basically tells him to smash the mirrors. <laughs> yeah. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, it was with his his sensei of like, yeah. Um, to beat the enemy, you must uh, destroy the illusion, and you know, because yeah, yeah. they project an illusion. <laughs> destroy the illusion. I I always found like, uh, because the sen- you know the sensei is at the beginning and and tells him that he just sounds awful, like he just sounds like some. <laughs> yeah. He just sounds like an American taxi driver or whatever, just some guy that they just picked off the street and were like, "Could you read some lines?" And it doesn't fit him at all. He looks like a, you know, like a like an ancient Chinese sage. And then you have this sort of, yeah, smash the mirrors, Lee. You need to do that. That's how you. It's like what the fuck. So um, 
Yeah, that was strange. And then they repeat it is a bit weird. There are other cool directional choices, actually, by Robert Klaus. Yeah, Robert Klaus does have some interesting directional choices with Bruce Lee's action scenes. There's one where, like, Lee is taking out a load of guys, like, just outside the cells in the drug lab. Hmm. And then when he's taking a load out, there's a big crash zoom straight onto his face in close-up. And you, you get all these incredible expressions on his face that he's putting while he's waiting for the next attack. And when, then when the next attack comes, the camera pulls out really quickly and then, you know, the, the next attack happens. I thought that was quite clever. Just a way to, like, break up the action, but just by using one shot, you know. Yeah. I thought that was quite clever. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the beginning of that fight because I didn't know it was going to go into a full-blown fight. Like, he beats, yeah. he beats some guards and basically all the enemies come from behind the camera it's like they're streaming in from behind the camera so you're like okay he's beating everyone and you're like where the fuck are these guys coming from you know they're (laughs) coming from behind the camera and then I was like oh okay here we go Mm. this this is going to kick off now so have you got a favourite shot at all or a scene how Han actually died of like being pierced on the spear oh yeah that was quite good and yeah yeah, because he's (laughs) he's on a false door that leads to the hole of mirrors and he impales him on the spear that when they were fighting they got a spear through the wall, and then he went through the secret door, and he kicks him onto it. And I just yeah. love as he leaves the room, just pushes the door open, and then hands just just spinning around with a spear in him. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I think my favourite is just that whole sequence, really, that the Hall of Mirrors fight. Yeah. Just really yeah, I think the Hall of Mirrors phenomenal. was really good, yeah. Yeah, iconic now. So, score bowers for directing, what are you going for? Uh, I think I'll go mm, maybe like a seven it's it's not like it's you know it's good it's not but it's not like it's really yeah it's good to look at it's definitely of its time it's not like majorly showy and what have you so i think yeah i think that would do me i think yeah i think there are some creative you know uh pv shots and yeah Uh, especially i do agree with you the um the death of his sister is actually pretty good um, yeah, how they did that. Yeah, I suspect Robert Klaus definitely is working very closely with Bruce Lee and how to direct it properly, how to direct his action. So, yeah, I think maybe like seven point two. Yeah. All right, screenplay then. <laughs> um, we should mention actually that Bruce Lee was actually an uncredited writer on this film. Really? Um, so he's definitely helped with a lot of the uh, the dialogue to try and get across like what martial arts means to Bruce Lee. Yeah. yeah. I hope he, he wrote a lot of the badass lines. There are quite a few I like... I suspect so, yeah. There are quite a few badass <laughs> lines of like, yeah, no, no, this is what you should say just before you kill someone. You know, that kind <laughs> of... Bullshit, Mr. Handman. <laughs> from <laughs> Roper. That, I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I think one of my favourite Bruce Lee ones is where he, fo- you know, he's facing O'Hara... Or whatever, Hara, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> is he O'Hara? Or is O'Hara, it just... yeah. O'Hara. That sounds like, uh, you know, the detective, or you're know, the police commissioner from the 1960s Batman. <laughs> be funny if he's the same guy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Have to leave for an island, um, Batman. Got some business to attend to. Yes, my uh, my other life. In <laughs> my other life, yeah. In a tournament. <laughs> yes. Where the hell Serving is... Serving a weird man with no hands. <laughs> yeah. Where the hell is police chief O'Hara? Oh, he's been killed by, the, you know, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. Did you know um, Bruce Lee was actually on the 1960s Batman? 
Was he? Yeah. Yeah, he, he did a lot of TV work, didn't yeah. he? He, he was, did an episode where I think on, he was um, Kato uh, from the Green, like, the Green Hornet. Hornet a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a Green yeah. Hornet Batman crossover and he played uh, Kato. Yeah. Was there? Yeah. And he oh, um, he fought Robin <laughs> or something. That. Yeah. It's quite interesting. The the line I was gonna say is like just as he's facing O'Hara, he like he bows respectfully, even though he detests this man. And O'Hara yeah, does yeah. this very awkward where he brings a board with him and yeah, instead yeah. of bowing, he just smashes the board. Uh like show off his strength. And I just love how Bruce Lee just looks at him and goes, Boards don't hit back. And it's like yeah. okay, yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. He's gonna kick yeah, there's so many moments in this film where Bruce Lee is just not impressed. I'm just like, yeah, what's that supposed to mean? It means nothing to me. I will, I will break you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, with a Bane uh, voice. But, <laughs> but certainly, a lot of the dialogue during the the early scenes that that put across Lee's you know ethos towards martial arts is quite interesting. Hmm. He's training a kid at the start, and he says to him. Don't feel. It's like a finger... I'm not doing the accent. (laughs) I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Yeah, because that's... You'll either offend Chinese people or you'll offend Indians who think you're trying to do an Indian accent. Because whatever Um, the hell it is, it's awful. I'll just do a chicken noise. (laughs) Don't feel. It's like a finger pointing the way to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger or you'll miss all that heavenly glory. Yeah. You know, it's quite... You, you've got to think that's from Bruce Lee, definitely. Mm. And then at the start with the, the Shaolin abbot, uh, Lee says to him, and when there is an opportunity, I do not hit. It hits all by itself. Mm. You know, I thought that's just yeah. really... I really think that, cool that, that was there. part of a much, much bigger speech, which I did like, where he was like, you yeah, know, yeah. if they extend, I contract. If they contract, I extend. You know, it's like, yeah, this is pretty cool. But some of the dialogue is really bad, though. (laughs) It's really bad and very robotic. uh, Again, during that uh, earlier in that conversation with the abbot, was it? He says, So it is now for you to reclaim your lost honor. Yes, I understand. (laughs) There is a man here. You will go to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Moving on. I think he's my (laughs) my least favorite. Get to the good stuff. My least favorite character, I think, is the. uh... Yeah, he's sensei. It's just like, what the hell? Mm. It's just odd. Yeah, it's just an American guy who's had no voice acting lessons. I I do like the bit as well, because, like, you know, where they explain, because obviously you have to have this of, like, you know, what's going on. and But, you know, it's kind of the elephant in the room of why are you sending a martial artist to do this? Because he goes, like, (laughs) why don't you just send a guy with a gun? Just, you know, shoot him straight in the head. It's like, you know, Mm. and he's like, no, no guns. Can't have guns because he doesn't have guns. Well, yeah, they they wouldn't be able to get on the island. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't allow anybody on the island with guns. Um, And they can't raid the place because they don't, like, technically he's not doing anything illegal. I didn't really like the flashback scenes, to be fair, with Roper and Williams. I thought they were quite clunky and, you know, and just showed that they can beat some dudes up. That's it. You know, yes, Williams does beat up some racist cops, but that's about it, really. I don't think it adds anything to their characters. No. You know, imagine, you know, they, (laughs) Roper just, Roperly, as you, as you could say, you know, takes out those goons on the golf course. Yeah. As you said, but yeah, I don't see why you need that. But, I uh, think it's to try and make you care about like Williams dying. A little bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. care about Williams dying. Like you know, I'm like I don't give a damn. But you know, <laughs> Roper obviously cares. I also found kind of Williams. I think he would have he would have been much better as a as a villain or something. And he's huge. He is absolutely yeah. enormous. He's a big yeah. black guy. He's like a basketballer that knows kung fu. It's like it's insane. Mm. And yeah, I was kind of disappointed that he was just you know. 
Yeah, and, a, and it's know, not terribly game. convincing that Han like kills him as well in that yeah. scene. I was like, he Williams could definitely take yeah, him out. It looks like he could pick him up like about you know <laughs> five feet in the air and just choke choke slam him. You know, like mm. um, much bigger than he is. You know? uh, I do like the line. Um, he's been accused. Williams has been accused of being like the the saboteur. Well, a bad guy and stuff, and Han brings all these men in to you know beat him up, mm. and he beats them all up. But I like just just as they come in, he just looks at him and he goes, "Man, you come just what was it? You come straight out of a comic book." Or like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. that. I thought funny. that was funny. That was a good line. Yeah, I like the scene where Han is talking to Roper and he puts his cat on a guillotine <laughs> that looks like a guillotine, and he kind of goads him to to save the cat, you know, or. You know, because he might cut his hands off while he does it. But when he picks, he does end up picking the cat up and then Han pulls the handle as if he's going to release the guillotine, but it's just a lift. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was quite a funny joke. Yeah. There are lines even you won't cross. Then he's like, oh, faked out again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So I quite like that. Yeah, my favourite line is sports don't hit back. That's quite quite cool when he. Yeah, I think that's probably. Before he fights O'Hara. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your score for script uh, for screenplay? One of the things that I think is just kind of a disappointment in the story is that there are no twists. I was expecting some kind of twist. I, I you know, maybe oh, I've right. been spoiled <laughs> by the amount of films that we do and how many end in some sort of yeah. dramatic <laughs> twist, uh, which seems to be like a go-to for like screenwriting now. You know, you do any sort of film, there's got to be some twist. But no, this is this is a fairly straightforward film. Has to go to oh, an yeah. island take down some crazy Asian drug lord and that's exactly what he does. <laughs> yeah. 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 So so I was saying like one of the things I thought was like a missed opportunity is I would have liked Roper because he's kind of straddling this mm. line between good or bad and he's a good yeah. guy at the end. If he was like a secret villain I thought that would have been pretty cool. But Well, I think, you know, that Bear in mind, this is like uh, Warner Brothers' first proper American martial arts film, so I don't think they want to take too many risks yeah. with this I, type I, of movie. Yeah, I do kind of agree with you. I think it is not a risk-taking movie. It's it's fairly, you know, it's, it's by the books. It's like it's it, it is it is what you paid to see. Um, you know, it's a it's a Bruce Lee showcase film with yeah. American money. You know, yeah, definitely. So you know, I like some of the lines in it. I do think it's 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 a fairly basic film, though. I think I'm going to be boring and give it a 7.3 as you said there's nothing really special with it actually i, I think i may have over overdone it there <laughs> i think i might have overdone it oh fuck it i'll just leave it there okay i, think I might have overdone you, you can change it do you want to change it nah it'll be fine okay he <laughs> wants to change it <laughs> i do want to change it. <laughs> it depends if your film beats my film then i'll change it he can't change it at the <laughs> <Yeah>. end <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Cheating bastard. (laughs) Yeah, I think what the impressive thing is, is, you know, Bruce Lee is an uncredited writer in that, and I do like the way he, in his writing, not his martial arts per se, he's he's trying to express his his ethos on martial arts. Um, I do quite like that commitment and that they allowed him to put that stuff in. But again, you know, the, the rest of the dialogue ain't great and the rest of the story is fairly simple. So I'll go like 6.8, I think. Acting then, I think this is the most impressive part of the film in terms of the stunt acting. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. Incredible. Yeah, the stuntmen get their asses kicked. <laughs> Although some deaths I don't think make any sense, like like logically. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you know like the big guy, 
the really big guy, you know, that's like... Uh, yeah, Chow or something. Chow, yeah. yeah. So I say if like O'Hara's is right, then I suppose Chow's is left. And uh, he's he's a huge Chinese guy. And where um, the, the, you know, the three guards that failed him, yeah, and, you know, he kills them. Like, the first one, I was four guards, four guards that Bruce Lee managed to kick the crap out of and, and escape when he was sneaking about. He breaks one of the, uh, you know, ribs or whatever, jump, lands on his chest, cracks his ribs. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, the other guy's, like, breaks a neck. Okay, makes sense. The other guy maybe breaks a neck. The third, the fourth guy doesn't make any goddamn sense. He just picks him up, like, uh, but not like a bear hug. He picks him up like he's cradling a baby. He, like, cradles him and then just, like, squee... I, that, to me, that doesn't look like it should kill you. Oh, yeah, I get it. When he, like, snaps his back. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't like that one at all, because it, like, it was, like, I was, like, the physics of it. How do you snap your back that way? You're quite bendy that way. I can bend... I could bend my head all the way to my knees. I won't snap my back. And he barely did that. I just didn't really get the physics of that, you know? Not a chiropractor. Uh, yeah. yeah. That didn't make any sense. Uh, especially as he looks mm. he looks at uh, Lee and, like, all badass and then breaks it, it breaks his back in a way that just doesn't make any sense. Mm. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like that death. I thought that was silly. No. no I, I, yeah, I agree. It's not. Like... He should have bent him the other way around. <laughs> if he was the other way around, yeah, yeah. like, his, you know, the back of his head touched his feet or mm. something. Like, he's she a lawn snapped chair. snapped him on his knee or something. Yeah. It just looked like... I've cradled babies. I've got a niece. I, I haven't, like, snapped her in two, like, doing that. Like, you know... Oh, God. It, yeah, I'm just saying, like, if cradling somebody yeah. is a deadly move, then I'm a mm. child killer of, you know, epic proportions, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that bit didn't make any sense to me. No. There's some great, you know, moments from Bruce Lee. I like the moment when Han arrives at the banquet... And he's like chucking apples in the air, and his girls are like flinging these darts into the apples. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And like Lee catches one and just like pulls the dart out immediately, and he just doesn't look. You know, he was like, "Is that supposed to impress me?" I'm just like, well, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's just his look on his face is great exactly. at that point. <laughs> Bruce Lee is basically, uh, is it Shania Twain up in this bitch? He's yeah. like, you know, that don't impress <laughs> me much. No, yeah, basically, he's got that in his head. <laughs> This whole so- this whole film, you know, <laughs> he could probably do that, you know, throw darts in apples yeah. in his sleep. Exactly, probably. yeah, because yeah. you use your you use your full hand, you fully extend extend. Mm. You can probably do it with his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> there is kind of like a scary, creepy moment. Do you know the one I'm talking about, where Lee is like sneaking around in the. Uh, the underground drug lab. Yeah, yeah. And he comes to these cells, and there's a woman asking for help in this glass cage. And then there's another woman in another cage right right next to her. I presume they're twins or something. Hmm. And she's literally just like completely frozen, out of focus, like doing nothing, just staring into space. It just felt quite odd. Yeah, that's pretty dark. A bit out of place in the film, and <laughs> but just like really creepy. I was like, oh god, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? I think you've got to be reminded you know. that this, the bad guy isn't some like uh, funny villain. He's he's pure evil. You gotta yeah, you gotta see the, so. the effects of his evil. Well, I mean, uh, even when uh, he was with Mister Roper and he's shown him around, it has a uh, a camera look at like his slave workers and just one of yeah. the guys who looks quite old and is kind of doing an intense look at the camera of like, 
Mm. Yeah, I am really worn down. <laughs> You're like, wow, yeah, this this guy's horrible. All drugged up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But let's talk about some of the stunts Bruce Lee does. Are quite are quite remarkable in this film. We talked about that that great like kick flip he does on Ohara. But when you know when he's got his shirt off in the in the drug lab, you know when he takes some people out, a load of goons out, it's it's just incredible. And like I swear, Bruce Lee performs this like it's in a slow motion shot where he literally takes two guys out one by one, kicking them in mid mid air. It's just like how the hell do you do that? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> There's no camera trick at all. Mm. You know, it's I, just I, I love also amazing. when he gets when he gets the sticks, and he is the nunchucks. Yeah. Well, first he has like two handheld sticks. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's just ba 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 ba, just like playing the drums with these people, and uh, <laughs> just kicking the crap out of them. But and then the, there's the guy with the nunchucks, and he beats the hell out of him, mm. and his nunchucks get get uh, twirled around, locked onto his uh, stick, and so he's mm. like, "Yeah, I no, I can use this, kid. You don't know how to use this." And then yeah. there's like, <laughs> yeah, that incredible solo nunchuck yeah, thing, definitely. Just showing off them. <laughs> yeah. I saw a guy do that and then hit himself in the face with a loose. Ow. Yeah, that's hurt. Yeah, yeah it's pretty difficult. But apparently, Jackie Chan is in this film somewhere. Oh yeah, I've heard this. I was it. Yeah. I think uh, I, was it in Jonathan. There was Jonathan Ross show. It was in one of these shows. Oh yeah, where he was talking about he was in in that scene as a stunt double or whatever, and he said he he a goon. yeah he was a goon. And he said he absolutely loved Bruce Lee, basically worshipped him. He's like a god. And he said during that thing, yeah. Bruce Lee did hit him like hard with the stick or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like bang. <laughs> and did the take, da-da-da, kicks everybody's ass. And then afterwards came to Jackie Chan and was like, I'm so sorry, are you okay? I'm so sorry. And Jackie was like, yeah, yeah. I was fine. But because Bruce Lee was showing me attention, I was like, oh, it hurts. It hurts so much. But yeah, it's a sweet, it's a sweet, like, it's almost like a passing yeah. of the torch moment. The sad thing was, though, that Bruce Lee promised him he would be in all his next films. No. Um, but obviously, sadly, Bruce Lee passed away. Yeah, favourite performance? Bruce Lee! Yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> Not, I think that's the easiest decision in any yeah. film we've done on this podcast. Yeah, yeah no, uh, Bru- so I mean, yeah, Bruce yeah. Lee is just leagues above everybody else. I like how his his character is like uh, he's serious, but he also has like some humor to him, and I think Bruce does that pretty well. Mm. Um, I we didn't talk about it in the script, but I, I just like to mention it. Do you remember that yeah. scene where um, I just liked it, and I thought I should have added it to the script, but where uh, he's on the boat and there's this complete asshole who's just picking on people oh yeah trying to show how he's better, <laughs> just funny. kicking people over, <laughs> and he's like to Bruce Lee, he's like, show him all these moves, and Bruce is like, yeah, and. And uh, so he was like, you know, how about you show me your stuff then? He goes, there's a beach just over there. We'll take the boat. We'll go. Yeah, there's an island over there. We'll take the boat and we'll go out there. He jumps on the boat because he's like, there's not enough room on this boat. Uh, So he he gets on the rowing boat and then Bruce is like, (laughs) he just leaves him there. Just like ties him up and is like, yeah, yeah, they're just dragging him across. I love that. Apparently he's supposed to be a New Zealander, apparently. Really? <laughs> like, oh, okay. I had no idea who that man was meant to be. Well, they, yeah, they call him a, a New Zealander, I think. Okay. But, I did not get um, that from his accent. I love that bit when he's just like, no. <laughs> yeah. But he's like throwing these punches just in front of his face, of Bruce Lee's face, and he doesn't flinch once. Yeah. If you look closely, he doesn't flinch whatsoever. Yeah. You know, it's brilliant. So what's your score, Boaz, for acting? 
I don't know. That's going to be a hard one because I just think I think the focus really is on Bruce Lee. Um, everybody else is a, is okay, I suppose, or a bit cheesy, yeah. just like it's meant to be, kind of mm. B movie cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go like seven six seven point one. I don't know. That, seven point. That's going to sound harsh. I'm not sure if it's harsh or not harsh enough because it's like I like yeah. Bruce Lee. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to go a bit higher, seven point five, because I think some of the stunt work alone from Bruce Lee is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I just don't think you can get that from any other yeah. martial artist or stunt guy. Oh you know? yeah, just incredible. I was going to say this other bit that I thought was cool. You remember when he's fighting okay. Han and he's got scratched up and he's kicking the crap out of him and he scratches his belly and I like yeah. where he's like intense, like the motherfucker just scratched me. <laughs> And he kind of looks down, and obviously he wants to be a badass, and just like touches the blood and just licks like his blood. Yeah, I don't get that. I'm like, why are you tasting your own blood? You think maybe, it tastes funny or something? Maybe he's never been cut before. He's never had to bleed his own blood. Yeah. It's like, what is this strawberry jam coming out of me? Yeah. Um, or it's just like a, a you know off the cuff thing. I was like, oh, is this what American ketchup does? Like, you know. Needs more salt. <laughs> that would have been right. cool. Like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, okay, maybe I'll go seven point five, maybe because of the stunt things as well. I think I agree with you. I'll go seven. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Copycat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's add up the scores then for Enter the Dragon. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Did you step on something? <laughs> Enter the Dragon gets forty three point one brilliant to be fair <laughs> i mean i think if we had a yeah. time machine and we didn't know all the films we knew now yeah i'm sure we, it would it'd be, be a lot it would be a higher, lot higher yeah. but i think a lot of what it does is they're tropes by this point and uh yeah mm. so bowers what is your film the raid yeah, you got you got to say it like that because it's badass. <laughs> so why did you pick this one? Oh, um, I think when I when I first watched this, this film blew me away. Yeah, no man, it was just it was just like one of the most intense action films I'd ever seen. I could have chose like the Raid Two because I probably wouldn't because it's it's very exhausting. This film is exhausting en- enough as it is, and the Raid <laughs> Two is like yeah, it's like a marathon. It's uh, it's quite an intense. extra hour. <laughs> oh my god! And also like the Raid Two, it's weird because this film is like action. Uh, the Raid Two is is just packed. It's just like I think there's barely any story. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Like in the Raid Two, it's like action scene <laughs> followed by action scene followed by you're like oh my god. Yeah, this is a little bit more sensible than that, but it's still. I think even if, if you didn't watch the second one, this is still one of the best action films um, I've ever seen. Yeah. And the second one, I just think, kind of tops that. It, it, it feels more exhausting. You kind of picked this very quickly, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I, so I picked this, and then I, I, I think I tried to tell you I was going to pick a different film, Jet Li's um, right. Kiss of the Dragon. I was only going to yeah. pick Kiss of the Dragon because I thought it would make it a, um, a good joke. Like, if you're talking about oh, okay. enter the dragon, then I say, you've got to... <laughs> now, listen, you've got to kiss the dragon before you enter the dragon. You know, that's... You know, I don't know. It was meant to be a silly joke. <laughs> so, you can't just pick a movie for a trip. Yeah. <laughs> you should kiss oh, her yeah. first, then enter the dragon. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, this is the type of uh, quality conversation you, you get from the film business. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're not. Um, um, yeah, I was. I was going to try to think of some like sensible reviewer. Uh, <laughs> Robert Egbert or whatever. I can't remember. I, I'm. I'm really shit. Roger Ebert. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I doubt he would talk like this. No. Yeah. Fucking dragons. Um, yeah. I don't think that would be in his reviews. <laughs> so what happens in the raid? Okay. Yeah. So the raid is a uh, Indonesian film done by a Welsh director. Yeah. yeah, Gareth Evans. Gareth Evans. We've done him before on um, Netflix Originals, The Impossible, and that was we we talked about that how uh, the camera work was quite intense, and you know the the violence was pretty insane. Like, yeah, the violence in this is is completely nuts. So I'll just go over the story really quickly. The plot is a about this guy called Rama, who is a, an Indonesian police officer. And the film starts with him, like, working out and what have you. And it's just, you know, he's a family man, but he's also a dedicated martial artist. He's a SWAT cop, and they are raiding a city block that's owned by this criminal. Like, he basically owns... The block is like a landlord and leases it out to many people, including, like, you know, thugs. So they raid his compound, and he gets wise, and he locks the compound up. And they have to literally fight their way level by level uh, to get to him. And he's on, like, the 15th floor or something. So, yeah, pretty basic like that. Uh, it does throw in, like, a few twists and turns al- along the way. Like, uh, his brother, Rama's brother, actually works for this guy. So Yeah, Andy. Yeah, Andy, yeah. So he wants to take him back home. But, yeah, so uh, that that's basically the plot. And it doesn't waste any time getting into it and just, like, yeah, let's just start no. the killing, man. <laughs> Yeah, so directing then, I mean, as you said briefly there, certainly Gareth Evans has this very interesting directing style, and you get the first sense of this in the first like hallway fight Rama goes into, and it's just brilliant. You know, and the moves are so quick, and you feel every blow, but you can follow like every move perfectly, you don't miss anything, yeah. I feel. Yeah, I think this is the thing. It, yeah. It's like the camera does react to the punches, but it doesn't overreact. Oh, yeah. I think no. I, you see a lot of these films, and I do like them, but where they kind of take from Bourne and they, uh, you know, like the Bourne films, but make mm-hmm. it, I don't know, they do a kind of worse job at it where nowadays you. Shaky cam. Yeah, just shaky cam. Like, I think it's fine in small doses. I think this is more like a punch happens and the, the camera kind of moves slightly yeah. with the punch because they use big wide lenses you know so the camera's really close yeah. but you can still you feel it feels like it's really close to you but you can see everything yeah yeah if you know what I mean. yeah and definitely and the camera knows how to re- reorientate itself to like some other specific part of action so you there's some cool stuff going out here and then it's like oh but there's a fight occurring right here there's some stuff boom like look at that do you know what i mean it's very yeah 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 and each cut is like so precise, so you can see the action in the best possible angle. Yeah, and I like how like each fight is so has a little different spin on it. The first one with Rama, he kind of gets ambushed into this hallway fight, and then the next one is kind of a hallway fight as well, but it's more of a standoff, and they kind of ram each other. Hmm. And then there's you know the drug lab one where yeah. there's the the corrupt cop, the old guy, and another guy there with and you you cut between them all with all the different fighting styles yeah definitely the fight i love the fight between jacker and mad dog that has a very like standoffy feel as well yeah i love that fight Um, it's it's one of these films where um in most action films about two of these fight scenes would make a film and then this film is like oh we blew our budget 
on those two fight scenes. This, it's like, mm. you've got about ten fight scenes or something, or I don't know. They just happen so many times. You're like, this it is, feels like this is crazy. <laughs> like, it feels like you've watched, about, you know, you, this is like a, a, a series's, you know, a TV show's worth of, of fight scenes crammed into a movie. And each one is very impressive. It's not like, here are the good ones, and then you've got a lot of crap ones. They're like, whoa. Yeah, they're all really good. They're all really good. You're like, man, this film must have taken forever to actually shoot. Like, Mm. you know, the setup, the the use of the environment, the blood. You're like, good God, this is brutal. (laughs) I hope none of the stunt stuntmen actually got seriously injured it does feel like some of them probably did i remember gareth evans talking about it and they and all of his stuff he he does he he, they plan it so meticulously and they do a lot of previs and they you know do so much rehearsal they literally figure out for every single move you know do it really slow and figure out every every move where to put the camera you know it's just it's so meticulously planned out yeah and it's it's amazing because it must be, yet it doesn't look like it is meticulously mm. planned out. No, <laughs> you are like it, it. It's 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 such a weird thing to try and explain, but it seems like it's so much is going on, but it doesn't feel choreographed. It feels no like no. you're like whoa, these guys are doing so many amazing moves. I've never seen anything like this. Wow, wow. But it it doesn't feel choreographed. It does feel like mm. just two people kicking the crap out of each other. I like even when like the action all begins where they know stuff is going wrong. So uh, I'll do like a, a a slight overview of well, just kind of the intro into like stuff going wrong. Yeah. So they take the building and it's fairly easy to start with because they're trying to be stealthy. Mm. So they're taking down people stealthily, you know, garroting them and 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 <laughs> knocking them out and you know cornering. Yeah. I like where they uh they get a lot of the guys in the beds. And one guy uh, shits himself as they cuff him. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. So anyway, it's all going mani- meticulously until they see a... Was ch- it like sick or something? I, uh, I think he crapped it's himself. Weird. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, he, he literally crapped himself. and Because uh, there's shit oozing down and the guy's mm. like... Bleh. It's a very gritty film. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Cheers for that. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're not eating peanut butter, whoever is watching this. But... Um, <laughs> So yeah, so they're doing all that, and then this kid sees them, and you're like, oh mm. shit. And then the captain is like, you know, everybody put down your guns. Kid, come here. And the kid comes running oh, yeah. out, and I love that slow motion of like, kid bursts through the door, and he goes, police are here. And the old yeah, guy yeah, raises yeah. his gun, shoots through the wall, and it's it basically slow motion, bullets straight yeah. through his throat. And then they just open up. It's like... Yeah, I love yeah, that. That was crazy. But there's some great moments without like major action as well. There's a great a suspenseful bit with the machete guy. Oh yeah, that's got to be my um, favorite. Where like Rama and the injured cop, the annoying one, Roa, I think his name is, and they find you know this guy as they as they're trying to get into the building, and not a nice guy. I think Rama remembers his room number and they go to that room and then he hides them mm. in the wall and it's great because he's you know he's stabbing the wall repeatedly the the machete guy and it does you know it is really quite tense but and you know and, and ramo does get his cheek cut yeah. <laughs> uh but you know it's, it's a great idea from rama in the script as well that you know he does hold the the machete to, yeah. to like wipe off all the blood yeah i like the idea of that but I'm not. It didn't fully convince me. I think I, I kind of agree with you there as well. I just feel like he would have just, you know, smudged the blood over the blade. Yeah. 
You so, definitely wouldn't you know. clean the blood with a with a glove. That just no, no that doesn't make any sense. Um, I did. I, I like the scene, but I do agree with you there. It's like his blade comes out clean. You're like, there's no way yeah. in hell that thing would be covered in blood, even if you gently mm. wiped it. So that doesn't make sense. But I, I do, I do like that scene. I agree with you there. I also like how he's holding the guy's face, the the cop, the other cop, the injured cop, to make sure he doesn't make noise because he's trying to squirm oh, and he yeah, gets yeah. stabbed in the <laughs> cheek and he's just like, you know, just not making mm. a sound. Yeah, great acting like, there. Jesus from those <laughs> I mean, what's the moment that makes you like audibly gasp the most? The most because I mean, a lot of the, it, certainly when I when I saw this film the first time, like there's so many moments yeah. where I audibly gasp. Yeah, there are I so mean, many. What's the biggest one for you? So yeah, because this is the thing, like you know, so with action scenes or horror, whatever, you know, you get these moments where you're like, oh no, he's not going to go there, and then this film was like, yeah, fuck it, he goes there, yeah. cuts his, you know, because you cut. feel like every blow, yeah, you're like. So a couple of a couple of the the fights. Most of them are for, from Rama. Rama looks like such a nice guy, but the man is an animal. The man is a complete <laughs> yeah. animal. You know, yeah. he's talking to his brother as like, "You shouldn't be a criminal. Like, uh, you should be a nice guy." And you're like, "Dude, you are an absolute psychopath. You are the worst guy in this film." Where he grabbed one guy's head and he's just smashing his head on the wall all the oh, way down. Yeah. <laughs> That was pre- that was pretty nice. That was a good shot. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. It's just like light wall, 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 wall. Just <laughs> it's like nothing left of that guy's head. I don't know whether it's the same fight sequence, but the but at the end of that, where Rama drops a guy on his neck yeah. on a broken door. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I knew you were going to mention that. It, it didn't happen on that one. It's the 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 next one, oh, right. the next one yeah. in that same hallway. And uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that gave me the the biggest holy shit. I thought you were going to mention that. And I've watched that film a few times, and even watching it again, I've, I know it's coming, and I still go, <laughs> "Oh my god!" And it's yeah. it's so clever. So if anybody wants like elaboration on what happens, is he kicks a guy through? I think someone gets kicked through a door. Yeah, yeah, breaks the door. Bre- yeah, yeah. So he's fighting, and a guy gets smashed through the door, and this door, um, the frame is still like intact. You know, yeah. and there's like a, a a bit taken out of the middle of the door, and he's fighting this other guy who I think has like a knife or a machete, and he grabs the dude's neck and then just jumps backwards and land yeah, like lays yeah. lays down straight. <laughs> so the guy's neck just lands on what's left of this door frame, and yeah, it's mm. like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was the other cool. one as well. When he when he kicks a guy off the balcony and and his back lands on like the side of the wall, yeah. I was like, oh shit! Yeah, that must hurt. That one's pretty yeah. intense. Yeah, I, I love how he killed the the machete guy. Who's like, he should have played a bigger role because he's really scary. You know, he's he's always like, you know, he looks pretty intimidating. He should have had a bigger role. Mm. And but when he fights Rama, Rama just kicks the crap out of him, and then. Uh, I, I love that bit where he just rushes him and just like out the window. It's like all these oh, yeah. people like, just out the window and lands on another mm. balcony. You're like, and I love uh, the couple that see him and the the, oh, yeah. the husband's just kind of looking at him and like a bit like what the hell. And the wife or girlfriend is like, who the hell is that? Just like this kind of yeah. yeah I quite like that. But, where did he come? Yeah, from where did he come from? Yeah. I think one of my favourite fights is the drug lab fight. Actually, mm. it's quite cool because it gives you a chance to get to know the other the other guys fighting oh, yeah. style. As yeah. I kind of briefly said, Daegu and the old guy. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. You know, the old guy's just really brutal and just chucking yeah. things, you know, at them and just throwing them. At this point, the old guy 
you know, you're not meant to like him. He's uh, he's mm. ultra aggressive. He obviously doesn't care about like casualties and stuff. He's very rude. Like he kills the, the basically the the child. <laughs> Slightly rude, yeah. Yeah. Well, he is. He's <laughs> he's viciously rude, you know. And uh, doesn't care about the men. Uh, he shoots the kid that started all this nonsense in the first yeah. place. So he's not a very likable person. He's kind of a coward as well. Like, he doesn't want to carry mm. on. And so I wasn't expecting much of him. Plus he's old. Yeah. And then, yeah, when it's like, we have to fight our way up. And then you just see this old guy just kick the crab. Yeah. just like lobbing chairs yeah. at people. He definitely he's... holds his own. Oh, I'd yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he beats that guy up and just drops a draw onto his head. Like, just oh, yeah. pulls it out. <laughs> Bang! You're like wow, this like the happen. other two, definitely like use the environment in their favor a little bit, and Daegu is a lot uses a lot of elbows a bit more, and mm. whereas Rama just uses everything, yeah. you know. Well, um, Rama is like yeah. he's like the traditional. What well, I wouldn't say traditional, he's he's quite um, anti-traditional, but he's like he's very fast, and he you know he's like that kind of guy. He just punch you like yeah a lot. Yeah, and I love all the whip pans that they go from each car- each fight to each fight. It's mm. just really well done and the music's really cool as well um really awesome you know it kind of builds up brill- brilliantly and it's it's really in rhythm with the with the action at the end with rama on the table when he takes him out it's just so in rhythm with each other yeah. the action and music's just really cool that bit yeah you know one thing i would say in this film don't stand next to a window oh no as well <laughs> no. you're gonna die yeah <laughs> Either a bullet's going to come much. out of that window, or you're going to go through that window. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I think one of my favourite sequences actually is is the opening battle, and it's not a fisticuffs battle; it's a, it's mm. a gun battle. Mm. And I just love the way it's constructed, where like the you know they're in like the corridor balcony bit, and they're all in darkness, and there's they one of them notices like a door handle is opening, and there's a little great shot that takes them from the cops to the ups the the floor above them on the balcony it's all in darkness and it kind of tracks up to them and then you know when you get light to them and you see all these goons ready to to shoot them and then yeah that was good and then when the guy sets off the shotgun in slow motion you see the gun barrel just glow yeah and and then the, all the cops light up, and then yeah, and the, the goons shadows, see them yeah, all yeah. and just shoot them all, and it's just it's a really great sequence. Yeah, that was a really good shot. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe I missed that, but that was that yeah. was really good. I did like that. Just really cleverly directed, and mm. you know, great use of light. Mm. You know, with the gunfire yeah. and the sound effects of the gunfire is amazing. Just really have it. Just really had great depth. Mm. You know, if you've got really good speakers, yeah. Yeah, it feels like the guns are going off in your room, you know. Yeah. yeah. Very, uh, very intense. So you got a favourite shot? I do really like the one you just mentioned. I think that, that might be mm. up there. Uh, that is a hell of a good shot of, you know, the, uh, as you said, the shotgun light just illuminating everybody in a sort of slow motion thing. That was really good. Where the kid died as well, I thought that was a pretty good slow motion death. Yeah. A lot of the things you, I, I would say is like, you know, yeah, the choreography. There are a lot of scenes I like, fight scenes. What's your favourite fight then? <laughs> What's my favourite fight? Oh man, there's so many that are so cool. I think what I'll zero in on... Oh, okay, this is a good one. Uh, this doesn't yeah. have Rama in it, though. But I think the first time Mad Dog fights that guy, one-on-one. Jacko, yeah. yeah. I thought that was really cool. One, because that guy, he's the captain. And so... Yeah, he's like the sergeant. Or yeah, something. the sergeant or whatever. So he's in charge of the team and so i felt you know you like him he's he's a nice guy 
and how uh, they get split up, you know, in the fight. And Mad Dog pulls a gun on him, and you're like, okay, he's screwed. And then Mad Dog's like, yeah. get up to the left. It's like, in this room. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and then he just puts the gun down and is like, come at me, bro. So that was really intense. Especially, you're like, you're like uh, Mad Dog kind of lives up to his name. The guy, uh, the sergeant is much taller than he is. It looks ridiculous where he's like, mm. yeah, I don't need this. I, th- I think you do, man. But, um, yeah. but he, he kills him. Uh, that, was a, that was a hell of a fight. I think you're trying to get to it, but I love the the way he explains um, why he loves using his hands or Kung Fu or whatever instead of using guns. And he says, oh, <laughs> I never really liked using these. They take away the rush. Squeezing a trigger, it's like ordering takeout. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a great analogy, but my God, what are the, what are the takeouts like that you take? <laughs> I'm like, they must be spicy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but he does, uh, like, Mad Dog beats him, like, you know, he's going to, like, a bad Mm. guy thing. But, man, the sergeant does, it's such a a good fight. You're like, you know, and you're like, yeah, Mad Dog is is crazy, which, and he's just got blood all over his face, and, you know, it's just such a hell of a fight. It's really intense, and then he kills him, and you're like, oh, damn. They do try and kind of replicate that a lot later. And I think thematically it's cooler. I don't think the fight might be as cool, but it is. It's really cool where Mad Dog takes two of them on at the same time. Oh yeah, the the la- that last fight is incredible. We'll get onto that in, in acting. So score for me then for directing, I think it's it's really quite exceptional. Hmm. You know, I think Gareth Evans is is one of the best action directors around yeah. right now. Definitely. So I'll probably go like eight eight point six. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I think I'll go. Yeah, I'll go like 8.8 or something like that. I think the remarkable thing okay. about like these films, I've, I've watched the Raid ones, I need to watch more of his stuff, even when we watched um, Apostle, is just, it looks glorious. It just looks, you know, all the action, it just looks mm. beautiful. You're like, man, even when it's gory as fuck, you're like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Have you watched Gangs of London yet? Um, I've, I've heard people talk about this. This, this is also yeah. Gareth, yeah? Yeah, his first TV show. Yeah, yeah. I got to watch it's, that. Episode five is ridiculously intense. <laughs> you need to watch Gangs of London. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, brilliant. I've watched all three of the movies I've watched of his. Uh, I've loved. I've loved <laughs> them all. So yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah. Do right. Screenplay. Then I kind of like how this film opens. It's very. It's a very quiet opening to like Rama's morning routine. You know, he's just exercising and and talking to his pregnant wife. And you just get the sense that this is just a very ordinary cop just going about his normal day. And then you get like the title cards come up, the raid, and then the, you get this like an intense electric guitar music. I kind of like that very quiet opening. So you get this kind of subtle build up to this intense, ridiculously intense final battle action yeah. scene. I think just before it cuts to that, you uh, before he goes on his mission, he's like says goodbye to his. His wife, this is a regular guy, then goes to see an old man, which is, is like his oh, father. Oh, yeah, his father. And yeah. then he's like, I'll bring him back. And, that's, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, what's going down? And you find out, you know, obviously who him is, is, is his mm. brother. Yeah, he talks about the, the Mad Dog and Jack, the Jacker fight. Yeah, I really like that as well. And I, I kind of like the way that whole fight is actually constructed because previous to that, Mad Dog is basically bigged up as this ridiculous fighter you know that everyone's scared of him and he an incredible fighter and when they first 
you know get going is it's very a kind of you know mad dog snaps into action and it and it goes full pace from there yeah. and jacker holds his own yeah. you know you could you, you kind of get the sense that oh jacker could get out of this he could yeah. escape this you know <laughs> you know mad dog is not all that yeah. and but then after a few blows the fight's over yeah. and he's like oh shit yeah <laughs> it's like maybe because i think where it really starts to ramp up is uh, Jack is, does start kicking the crap out of him, and he's like, you know, yeah. he's getting all this blood on his face, and he's got him in a a hold, and then he mm. flips him like while yeah. he's in a hold, he flips him over his shoulder, and then he goes to town on him. So it's like yeah. maybe he was playing with him a bit, you know, making him maybe. think he, he could do this, and then just yeah, that that fight was intense, and yeah, it definitely does show you what that. Those guys I kind of do. just liked how like it was just kind of over so quick, yeah. you know, after a few blows. Yeah. And I kind of like um, the way all the sound effects just cut out and it's just music while he just snaps his neck. It just mm. kind of makes it more emotional because I was kind of gutted that Jacker dies because yeah. he was just a genuinely good guy he that was, cared yeah. for his men. You yeah, know, definitely. I was like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I would say yeah, he's you know. definitely one of uh, my favorite heroes on the thing uh, and drama. I think yeah. You definitely think, oh, he should kind of make it to the end. He's, but you know, he's too nice mm. to be left a, left alive. I think, but yeah, he no, he was a great character. I think if mm. if Rama didn't exist, he would be the hero of the film. Like he's the guy with the yeah, experience. Basically. He's the, he is basically like meant to be the hero of the film. He's like yeah. senior seniority. He cares about everybody. Like a uh, mm. genuinely great guy. Oh uh, yeah, and I do I do think it was sad his death. I think it was it was, oh, yeah, it was quite sad. So that's why I put the fight so high. Um, especially when you talk about how, when he breaks his neck, didn't you think it was kind of cruel where he keeps going to, cause it slows down and mad dog oh, yeah. seems calm yeah. and he's going for his neck and he's like slapping his hand away. And he's like, it's like, no, yeah. I'm going for your neck. And it's just, oh man, it was heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. As you said, you know, that acting of just him slowly putting his arms up, it's just like, oh, they string it out. Mm. It's like snap his neck already. Yeah. I mean, don't. Sorry. It's like he's taking his time with it, but yeah, it's like, yeah, that was brilliant. I do, I do like the kind of comeuppance he gets of like Rama comes to save his brother, and the Mad Dog is like, "Yeah, no, do you know what? I'll take you both on." Just he doesn't have to release that guy, <laughs> yeah. but he releases his brother. Yeah, and, I love that. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, yeah, no, uh, Mad Dog bit off way more than he could chew. <laughs> But I mean, he nearly takes he both does. of them out, though. There's a point he, in that fight where you're like, "Oh, he's he's winning this." He's, well, <laughs> basically, the turning point only happens towards the end, where he is beating them both, and he's actually uh, got mm. um, Rama's brother on the ground, and he's got Rama, and he's just kicking the crap out of you know, he's just punching him like that on the floor. Yeah, and his brother has a broken piece of halogen bulb. That broke during the yeah, fight. Yeah, because he does this incredible flip where he breaks it, mm. and you think he's you know he's winning, but yeah. then, but yeah, and yeah. so uh, he picks up a broken bit of halogen bulb and stabs him in the neck, and then it's like, okay, no, this turn it just flips yeah. one eighty, and they just kick the crap out of him while he's like you know injured from this uh, stab to the neck. Yeah, so it's really interesting the way you know these fights are constructed, all of them. But I do kind of like the you know the the final lines at right at the end of the film. Where Rama and his brother Andy, uh, you know, walk about to walk out of the tower block, and Rama asks, "But you know, Andy isn't going to come with him." Yeah. And he says, "Why stay?" And then Andy says, "For the same reason you stay in that uniform, it just fits." Yeah, I quite like that last line because it's so do I, yeah. you know Rama, you know, he saved the day and captured the corrupt cop, 
but it doesn't mean Andy has a free life now. You know, this world is kind of like all he knows. Hmm. You know, who knows if you know he'll be accepted back in his family? You you just don't know, and he, it, you just get the sense that Andy is kind of lost. Hmm. Really, he doesn't really. He can't imagine like what his home life would be like. It's hmm. just, I guess he's kind of. It would just be too uncomfortable for him, yeah. I guess. You know. Yeah, especially you know, I, I do like that it's a kind of repli- a, a reprise of like the first conversation they had together, where he, you know, they're basically trying to convince each other out of, you know, he wants his brother to just go, and Rama wants to save his men and also bring his brother back with him, and it's just, and I, I like that um, that whole dialogue. I thought was really good. Of like, you know, come on, it's like a clash of ideologies. Yeah. And yeah, and then Rama just is like, because uh, he's like, dressed like something else, so you know you can hide. And he's like, no, this fits. Um, I also, I love, I love the bad guy in this, even though he's not, he's not an action bad guy. I mean, like, Tama. I quite like him. And just some of the lines that he says are quite funny, like in a sort of like ridiculously evil, over the top way. Yeah. <laughs> like with the first time you meet him, he's killing hostages. And the last guy, he runs out of bullets. So he rests the gun on his shoulder and he said, could you hold this for me? Goes to his drawer where there are extra bullets or a hammer. And then picks the hammer and just yeah. beats the he gun. He basically just couldn't be asked to load the gun. You <laughs> yeah. know? He's got to walk all the way back to the gun yeah. and load it. Yeah. Saved me some time. Just more efficient, really. <laughs> I, to, I just think he's cruel. If he had saw a spoon, I just think he would have just gone with that. Beat him to death slowly. You know, with a spoon. he's got his coffee break coming up. You know, <laughs> I, he's got to run a whole building. You know, I thought it was funny because and... he's like he's eating noodles as well. Yeah, but, yeah. my favourite line actually comes from Tama when he announces to the whole block that you know the police are here, yeah. and uh, it's quite long. But the bit I liked in that little announcement, he says. So in the interest of public health, should you help rid this building of its recent infestation? Well, then you consider yourself a permanent resident, free of charge. <laughs> You'll find these fucking cockroaches on the sixth floor. <laughs> now, go to work, please. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I th- I do like him because he's so over-the-top evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, he's quite funny. I like also when he finds out that um, Rama's brother, or is it Andy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that just sounds weird for like an Asian film where the guy's called Andy. Well, it's, it's with an eye. It's I with think. an eye. Okay, so. fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, it's not like uh, Toy Story Andy. Um, no, definitely not. <laughs> no. But yeah, I, know, I was just going to say, I like the bit where he's yeah. like, uh, let me see your hands. Uh, it's like, nope, nothing. Turn them around. Nope, oh, yeah. empty-handed. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, that's Did I have a like uh, a favorite line? You know, just, yeah, probably just where he kind of says like that his, his uniform fits. It's like, you know, like wear something else. And he's like, nah, it fits. I like that. Mm-hmm. This kind of demonstrates the character. So scores then for screenplay for the raid, as you as we've just said, mm. there are some kind of like s- funny sadistic moments from yeah. Tama, yeah. and I do like how all the fights are constructed and yeah, and there, there's kind of like a, an interesting corruption angle. But mm. so I don't know, maybe I'll go seven point nine or. I think uh, the cor- corruption angle, I think, needed to be... This is my, my only criticism, is it needed to be yeah. like better explained throughout the film. I, th- I felt like it was quite a lot 
of information mm-hmm. towards the end. Is like, yeah, is like, no, well, so wait, that guy's bad, but he's being betrayed by other bad guys who are equally, who are more as bad. It's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah, it I, did feel a little tacked on. It did feel tacked on. Yeah, I felt like uh, the guy could have just, you know, the the cop that organised this just could have been an asshole. But then yeah. I don't know. There was this whole corruption thing that. I, don't know. I guess the rate two makes those scenes better anyway. Yeah, so yeah, I think kind of, major issue. kind of, well, yeah, I mean, the police force is, is much more corrupt. So yeah, I guess it, it was quite a lot to just throw down your face at the last uh, five minutes. So yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I did. I, I think that, you know, the story is simple, but it was, uh, uh, it was, it was nice. It was really, uh, it's really done yeah. pretty well. So score? Characters. I think I'll go, yes, yeah, 7.9. Same? Yeah. All right, acting then. I love the reaction from the annoying cop, Boa, when he tries to take out the kids, like you mentioned briefly at the start, you know, before he gets to the telecom and he and he fails and the kid um, sh- shouts police as he presses the button on the telecom. And then the look on Boa's face, he's just absolutely terrified mm-hmm. as he's just looking at the telecom. Yeah. And there's like a really nice push in from the camera. And, you know, the the look on his face just tells you everything you need to know about the world of pain that they're going to go oh, through. Yeah. Especially because you've already established he's like out of all the cops, you know, the, the riot cops. Yeah. He's kind of an ass. Because when yeah. Rama even says like, why are we even going into? The, why are we taking this building down now? It's like, mm. you know, and he, uh, what shut is the he? Fuck up. Yeah, yeah, he's basically <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. He's like, uh, I can't remember what he said. He says like, you know, why the fuck not or something like that. He's yeah, like, yeah, something, like, yeah, something that. like that. Why the fuck not? And even when they they catch that um, guy as he's trying to, he's really aggressive to him, grabbing him. It's like, dude, if you mm. fucking move, I'll break every bone in your body. He's like, he's really intense. Where the rest of the cops are quite uh so yeah, I do like that when, when shit hits the fan and he looks absolutely petrified, you're like, Okay, yeah. yeah, no, this is serious. And I love the way he just like slowly turns the telecom off and it just um emphasizes that fact that he's terrified, you mm. know. Just slowly turning it off. If you've got the uh the, the resident badass looks like he's gonna <laughs> piss himself, then yeah, this is <laughs> yeah. this is this is gonna go south very quickly. Yeah. But yeah, the funny moment on their faces, which I quite liked, is when the cops are all like trapped in this one room near the start, and Jacker and another cop are holding the furniture against the door, mm. and there's just a racket going on, you know, outside the door, just trying to kick it down. And then all of a sudden, there's silence, yeah. <laughs> and the two cops just look at each other, just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and then they just jump out of the way, and then there's just a flurry of bullets and splinters oh, yeah, all yeah. over the place yeah that was crazy they just look at each other like oh crap <laughs> oh there was one bit where it was uh bow or whatever i love that that was really good actually this should go on directing i completely forgot about this where um they're trying to make a, a hole in the ground or something like that and the guys are shooting from the ground and i think bow gets shot in the ear or something like that it's like, oh yeah 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 it's like it goes through the ground and boom and I thought he was yeah, killed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I completely even forgot the plot of the film, mm. and I thought he was dead. And, like, everything starts buzzing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Vroom, like, the noise goes, uh, starts ringing, because he's got his ear blown off. Yeah. <laughs> I love the acting moment from Boa. It's kind of weirdly funny, but 
during the first hallway fight with Rama, it cuts to Boa just like crawling along the floor <laughs> and he gets to one guy, grabs a knife and just stabs him several times. <laughs> I just find that weirdly funny that like, he's just in intense pain <laughs> and he just feels the need to just crawl up to this guy and kill him yeah. when Rama is basically he's just beating everyone out. Well, <laughs> even the guy that's on the ground, Rama has beaten him. He's, he's nothing <laughs> but broken bones at this point. Yeah, yeah, he still stabs him to death. He needs to feel helpful, I think. The final fight. Mm. We need to talk about that more. My God, it's just incredible that mo- that fight. I don't. Th- I don't think I've seen a fight as good as that in a long, long time. Mm. Just the amount of moves they have to learn is quite extraordinary. Yeah. I think there's more fight moves in that whole scene than there is in the entire film of Enter the Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah, I do think so. I do think so. Because <laughs> you're like uh, Enter the Dragon, you go backflip, kick, and like you know the spinning Fight's kick. Over. Yeah, and there's, yeah. It's like back spinning kick and you know smack in the gut. They do all of that like a hundred times plus like thousands of moves more. You're like, whoa, yeah. this is insane. And these aren't simple moves either. No, no. They're not simple. No. I mean, there's there's moves that it, that involve all three of them with throws and flips. It's just mm. incredible. Yeah. Yeah, no, this must have been a bitch to learn. And I just did get the feeling that it just goes on and on and on. And you're just like, when is this going to end? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're like these guys. The kettle on too. <laughs> You're like, come you on, know. none of these guys could be can be standing at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, I think their muscles must. Yeah, be I did. I mean, certainly I, when you watch it over and over yeah you're like yeah how are they get still yeah. getting up yeah you know? no you're like especially this, rama exactly he's been through ridiculous yeah. amount of pain yeah rama's been through about like uh, like five or six fight scenes until you know the last fight scene. you're like nah man no no way <laughs> yeah i would say if if you can't like suspend your disbelief but at the same time i don't really care i just want to see it it's, it's great oh i don't care i think it's i think it's amazing i think it's amazing i think i would recommend anybody to watch the second one as well uh, it is more of an endurance mm. test, but if you think this is like ridiculous, the other one is like, it's just insane. But I do think it's a shame that they do cut away. It's not all in one one sequence. They do cut away to the old cop, the corrupt guy in Ragu. Yeah. But other than that, it's an incredible yeah. fight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I, I do wish there was no interruptions. Mm. Uh, that would have made it a lot better. So what's your favorite performance then? I, I think the thing is, I I wouldn't rate Rama as like he's one of my favorite characters. He's the main character here, but he's like just a tank. He just kicks the crap out of people. But like acting wise, I think there are better actors than him. You know, some of these guys are better actors. I'm trying to think like who I like a lot yeah. more. The sergeant, the sergeant. I liked him. I, I thought he was quite. He's quite a good. I thought he was a good actor. Yeah, I would say Jacker is my favorite as well. You know, he has this very, very much a uh, authoritative performance, and you, and you do feel gutted that he dies, and he definitely holds his own against Mad Dog. So I'll go with Jacker, I think, as well. Right, I'm gonna go with. I think because the stunt work is just incredible in this film, I'm gonna go like, like eight point three. I think. Yeah, I reckon I'll, I, I think I'll do the same. I'll go eight point three. Right, let's add up the scores then for The Raid. The Raid gets 49.8. So The Raid wins this one fairly comfortably. I think we kind of knew that going in. (laughs) Really. So that's it then for our martial arts episode. 
next week, um, as Stowaway, a science fiction film, comes out on Netflix, we're going to be having a look at space films. So that'll be interesting, our choices there. As ever, Boaz, you have been rather good. Rather? See you next time. Rather? Rather okay, incredible. Thank you. That's better. That's better. <laughs> All right. See you next time, people. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's it for this week's pod. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to find out more about the podcast or suggest future topics for us to discuss related to upcoming releases, let us know on Instagram at Film vs. Film Podcast and on Twitter at FVF underscore podcast. Remember, please subscribe. Pod signing off. Thank you.